0: unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now, please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush your place for overcoming your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about something we all struggle with, something we all deal with, and something that if we could get past, our lives would be truly unstoppable. Our confidence would be truly through the fucking roof. And that topic is fear. Are you afraid already? Yeah. Let's talk about fear. But first, I just want to say thank you. Thank you guys for all the sharing, for all the comments, for all the support, everything that you were doing, being here on the live episodes every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I really, truly appreciate it. The shout outs on Facebook, everything, the private messages. I just want to say thank you. I really, truly appreciate it. I love you guys and just keep them coming. All right. So let's get right into it. What is fear? Fear is essentially uncertainty. And when you think about it, uncertainty sucks because we are programmed to want to be safe. We're programmed to take care of ourselves. We're programmed to run away from pain, right? But fear really doesn't have to be that. Fear is a perceptualization in our mind. And what we have to do is we have to reshape our perspective and our focus to get out of fear and get into progress, right? And I'm right there with you. I struggle with different types of fears, and I'm going to share a couple of my stories today of both myself and then somebody I've helped with, actually a coaching client, uh, with one of our major fears that I hear often about. So where does fear originate? It originates from our childhood, when you think about it. Our parents and our teachers and society telling us to be careful, telling us not to risk things, telling us to be satisfied with what we have, telling us to be safe, all those different programming conditions. And then really essentially, when you think about it, when we're kids, we're not afraid of anything, right? I watch my two-year-old son, Jackson, just going full balls out, just doing whatever he wants to do because he doesn't understand consequences. And so when you think about fear, it's really more of an equation. It's like risk versus reward, right? How much risk am I going to take for how much reward I'm going to take? And what happens is we get scared, we get anxiety, we get frustrated, we get doubtful, we get uncertain about the things we're about to try to do, and then we don't do them. So we stay in our comfort zones, and what happens? We stay the same. We bitch, piss, and moan about how things aren't changing because we're afraid of the outcome. But let me ask you, what would you do if you had unstoppable confidence where you could push through the fears that you currently deal with? How much more improved would your life be? How much more kick-ass would you be? So I hope that you really take the advice that I'm going to give today and really put it into action. And let me just give you this other caveat: if you haven't watched or listened to the other shows, I really, really encourage you to go do that right now. You might be watching this live, and go ahead and listen to this again. But all of these are building on each other, and most importantly, the uh, episode uh, three, I think it was. No episode. Episode four, the legacy and the eulogy exercise. We have to have a big picture of what it is that we want to be able to get through these things, these fears, these anxieties, these frustrations, these limitations. We have to have that big picture because that's paramount to know where we're going and to know the reward of what it is that we have to sacrifice and endure to get there. Now, success doesn't come easy. I mean, when you look at all the famous people out there, the people that have gone broke and declared bankruptcy 17 times, times—you know, I know that's an exaggeration, but there are some people out there who have declared bankruptcy so many times, but then they became successful. That's what they had to endure. They had to endure the pain of uncertainty. They had to endure the pain of going through it without knowing exactly where it was gonna be ending up, but they had the big picture of their why. And when you have a big enough why, you have a big enough how. So let's think about this. We have fear of mistakes. We have fear of failure. We have fear of looking stupid. We have fear of people judging us. We have fear of closed spaces. I am claustrophobic as fuck. I went through an MRI machine. You can check it out. It's on my YouTube page. Uh, I think it's YouTube forward slash Christopher Roush or the Christopher Roush. It's a video I titled how I survived an MRI or something like that. I am extremely claustrophobic. And I sat in that thing for like 47 minutes. And I kid you not, every fucking nanosecond, nanosecond, I was scared. I was... I just wanted to crawl out of that place. I didn't think I could do it. But I tell you what, every single second, every nanosecond, I just held on to the belief that I could get through it, that I was just laying there in a tube. Nothing was going to hurt me. Nothing was going to fall on me. I wasn't going to die. But it's just amazing what our mind does to us, whether we think about it or not, consciously or subconsciously. But I'm happy to say I got through it. And I wanted to get through it to prove to you guys that, yes, you can overcome your fears because claustrophobia is huge for me. And so go if you want, go check out that video. I really encourage it. It's actually one of the most viewed videos on my YouTube page, um, how I survived an MRI or something like that. But anyways, I went through it and when I got out of it, I was fucking on fire. That's why I went out to my truck and I just recorded that video because I was truly unstoppable in that moment because I kid you not, I wanted out of there more than anything. So I had to use visualization. I had to use some other things that we're gonna be talking about to get through that particular experience. But when you think about it, anxiety, limitations, you know all those things that we're afraid of doing, we're afraid of the uncertainty and how it's gonna end. So we stay in our comfort zones and we stay in our short-term gratifications, again, versus the long-term results. And you guys heard me talk about that. And like I said before, you're gonna hear me talk about a lot of things over and over again until you get it, because as well as you need to hear it, so do I. So let's really talk about what we need to do. That's the most important thing. The most important thing is we need to re- reframe our mindset. We have to have a, an outstanding mindset to be able to tackle these things. And often we look at what it is that we could potentially lose. And now I want you to really think about what it is that you can potentially gain. And an exercise I have for you is ask yourself in a particular situation, what's the worst that can happen, but also flip it around and say, what is the best that can happen? Often we look at the worst case scenario, just thinking about those things. Oh, what if I fail? What if I hurt somebody's feelings? What if I don't succeed? What if I hurt myself? What if I, what if I, what if I, you know, in those things, but what if, and when we succeed, you have to think about the falling down, isn't the part of failure, it's the staying down. So when I take examples of my life and I look at things that I've had to persevere to get through the failures and get through the mistakes and get through the judgment and get through the fear of the uncertainty. I'm amazed and proud that I have continued to move on. And I'm not here to tell you that I'm fucking perfect because I'm not, I have fears all the time. As an example, when we went to go buy this particular house, I already own a house. And as you guys know from my backstory, if you listen to, I think episode one or two, um, I was homeless. And one of my biggest goals in life was to own my own house. And so I did, I achieved that goal the same year I got my master's degree and that was security for me. That was like, Oh my God, I'm never going to be homeless again. So fast forward years later after the housing crisis of uh, the financial crisis of 2007 and 2008, an amazing opportunity came our way to purchase the house we now live in because it was a bank owned repo, but what are my fears telling me? Oh, what if I lose my job? What if she loses her job? What if I can't get renters for my current house? Um, What if, what if, what if? And it paralyzed me. I was scared to death because I was safe in my house. I knew that if one of us lost our job, we would be able to continue to make the rent. It wasn't the fact that I just wanted to play it safe, but I was just uncertain about the future. And it really paralyzed me to the point where I almost didn't take action. I almost didn't take that next step to get what I really wanted and get what I really deserved. So I went out and I sat on the curb one day and I just asked myself a simple question. And this is a big tip for you guys. So I want you to write that down. I want you to write this down. Okay. Um, will I survive? Whatever you're faced with, whether you're the fear of the dentist, the fear of open spaces, the fear of crowds, the fear of going for a new job, the fear of ending a relationship, the fear of buying a house, the fear of moving out of state, the fear of whatever it might be, just simply ask yourself, will I survive? And perhaps, added question, will I thrive? Will I be successful? Will I reach that goal? Will I learn something? Will I grow? Because out of all these fears and all these failures and mistakes, if you look at them as bad and if you look at them as things to avoid, then guess what? You're going to live a complacent life in your comfort zone that's only going to end up in regret. You're going to look back on your life and you're going to be sorry for all the things you didn't take a chance on. You're going to be sorry for all the things you didn't go after because what? You're going to die anyway, right? I hate to be morbid, but yeah, that's what's going to happen. And depending how old you are, you might be closer to that than further from it. So I'm here to rub salt in the wound. I'm here to get you off your ass. I'm here to excite you. I'm here to give you a different way of looking at things, right? So look at that. Will I survive? And in my particular situation with the house, it really became clear to me, thinking back on all my experiences. And this is an exercise for you also. I want you to think about all the different times in your life. Think about the bad times that you went through. And what did you learn? How did you grow? What did you gain from going through those shitty situations that you didn't think you would make it through? Oh, what happens if, what happens if, and then you went through it and guess what? You're still here today, right? Give yourself some fucking credit. We are amazing people. So when I sat there on the curb and I thought about this particular situation and taking this risk for the reward, and I thought, will I survive? What will happen? What's the worst case scenario? Okay. um, The renters trash my house and Barb loses her job and we can't keep this house and we go into foreclosure and we have to move back to the other house. Or what else happens? Maybe we both lose our job. We lose both houses and we move back to an apartment. Now, if you look at that, that's enough fear that could debilitate anybody, especially me from being homeless. And that was a huge scare and concern of mine. It still is to this day, to be honest with you. It's something that I deal with all the time. But When I looked at it, I'm like, okay, so we go back to an apartment. Okay, an apartment. Yeah, I don't like apartments, but it's still a roof over my head. And maybe it might be kind of nice. It might be kind of nice to downsize some of this crap that I don't need. Maybe it might be nice not to have to do yard work anymore. Maybe it might be nice just to be closer as a family and more secure in a different place. Maybe move back towards Orange County or some other place that I want to live um, different. So when I looked at that and I looked at the options and I looked at the possibilities of whatever might happen you know, it just became fuel for the fire for me to make that decision because I know that once you make a decision and you truly commit to it and you give it your best, then you're not going to fail. It's all the journey that we're supposed to be on. It's all the things we're supposed to be learning and growing and and taking to heart and teaching other people about. I'm living example. I mean, when you think about all the different things that I've overcome, having a gun put to my head. Um, I mean, God, sleeping in the back of a station wagon, I mean, being harassed by cops, being bullied in school, I mean, all these different things, and I'm still here, still kicking ass, still rocking, taking all those painful experiences, taking everything I've learned, and I'm sharing it with you. So when I tell you guys, and you've heard me say it before, everything happens for a reason, it really is true. And the reason is that we're supposed to experience it, we're supposed to grow, we're supposed to learn and take chances, because when you do that, you get this confidence just the mere fact of deciding to do something is going to add confidence to yourself. You're going to feel like, oh man, I finally decided to do it. Let's go do it. And let me tell you something. When you say you're going to do your best, really do your fucking best. Because I've asked people, people have been coaching clients. They said, well, I did the best I could. And when I drilled them on it, they didn't do their best. So when they talk about their failures and their mistakes, they have to take accept responsibility for the fact that they really did not do their best. So when you think about your best, think about what it is that's on the line. Think about the example you want to set for other people. Think about the legacy you want to live. Again, going back to what does that eulogy look like? What does that roadmap for your life look like? Where do you want to end up? Do you want to end up alone and scared and fearful and doing the same thing you did 20 years ago? That's not living, that's existing. You've heard me say it before, living versus existing. Living is about getting out there and feeling the emotion, the adrenaline of taking risks and chances and learning and growing. Because if you want true success, if you want to get out of the situation you're in, you're going to have to face your fears. You're going to have to face the fact of all that preconditioned bullshit that you learned as a little kid to play it safe. You have to stop it. Life is to be lived. You could die tomorrow. You could die in 10 minutes. And I don't want you to look back on any regrets. I don't want you to not achieve your goals. And I'm saying this to myself too. As you guys know, I recently came back and I'm starting doing the podcast. Um, I've got a couple of coaches right now pushing me, holding me accountable, because I am going to make this dream true. This dream of personal coaching and speaking and radio shows and nonprofit organizations and schools. You heard me talk about it last episode on confidence. So I know that everything I do, every chance I take, everything that feels uncomfortable and uncertain that I don't feel like doing, I just have to do. And I know that I'm going to learn and grow. There was a time where I was coaching a salesperson and they're like, man, you know, I really want to make these sales, but I hate the rejections. I hate the no's." And I said, well, if you focus on hating the no's and, and not looking forward to that, guess what? You're not going to get to a yes very happily. So I gave him a different way of perceiving it. I said, okay, how many no's does it take to get a to get, get to a yes? Kind of like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop, right? Um, and he said, on average, it takes me about a hundred no's to get to a yes. And I said, how about you look forward to those no's? How about every day you look forward, you get up and you're like, okay, I got to get my hundred no's so I can get my one yes. Maybe today I'm going to shoot for 200 no's so I can get two yeses, right? You see how that is? If you sit there and say, oh, I don't feel like, and I don't want to do it. I want to do this instead. Well, is doing that instead going to get you closer to your dreams? Is that happening best for you? No, you're running away from everything. Stop doing that. Life is to be lived right now. And it's all about the choices you make, the attitude that you have. And let me just talk about negative self-talk. If you constantly tell yourself, oh, I can't do that. I won't be able to do that. What if I fail? What if so-and-so judges me? What if this? Stop doing that. It doesn't matter what anybody else fucking thinks. Only take advice from people who have demonstrated and proven success in this area. Make sure you're taking advice from people who have pushed past their failures and their fears to succeed and gain the life that they want. Stop listening to people who are trying to hold you back and play it safe because they themselves are pissed off because they don't take chances. Misery loves company. You guys have heard me talk about that. I got to stop saying that you've heard me talk about that because I'm getting tired of hearing myself saying that. But anyways, I repeat myself because it's fucking important, right? I listen to these. I watch these videos because I need to hear this too. I think about the episodes that I do and why I need to listen to them. I'm in this with you so you really have to focus on what it is the results that you want so again think about that think about getting past your embarrassment think about everything else and again think about things are happening for you not to you right don't play the victim be the victor be the person that says oh yeah that happened that happened you guys have heard me show it to you before but i'll show it to you again my tattoo i had to put this on my arm what doesn't kill me only makes me stronger And let me tell you how many times that has helped me really going through shitty experiences, whether it was on the job, whether it was in relationships, whether it was in the pursuits and the goals I was trying to go after, whether it was my back surgery, it didn't kill me. Nothing has killed me yet. It's all just shit up in our brains, that negative self-talk. So when you tell yourself you can't, how about say, why not me? Why not now? Okay. You have to stop doing that. Let me ask you, if somebody came to you and said they had a huge dream, somebody you love more importantly in the whole world, maybe it's your kid, maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's your sister, and they came to you with a dream, would you sit there and shit on their dream or would you give them advice and confidence and give them positive feedback to um, inspire them to go for their goals, right? You would. So when you think about your negative self-talk, oh, I tried that before and it didn't work. Well, fuck, do it again. What did you learn from that time? If it takes you 10 times or a hundred times, learn from it. Keep growing. Life is about learning. Life is a long-term education and you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in the process and you have to look forward to those bumps because let me tell you, it's not the falling down. It's the staying down that really truly is a failure. And when you change your perspective about that and you get serious about what it is that you want to accomplish and you get the right people in your corner and you have the right language, you have the right mindset. And you have the right uh, faculties, nothing can stop you. Only yourself, only your limiting beliefs. You have to make sure. So, have your big picture in mind and just think about what it is that you have to do. And here's another tip. Like I said before, fuck, I just did it again. Um, I'm catching myself. See, I'm a work in progress. But think about imperfect action versus perfect action. And I kind of like to look at it this way. is like a shitty plan today executed consistently over time is way better than a perfect plan never executed. And I'm guilty of that. You heard me talk about, I think it was an episode one or two about perfectionism. You know, I delayed on doing this podcast. I've delayed on writing my books. I've delayed on so many different things for so long, thinking I was taking action. They go, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I wasn't doing it. I was fucking playing. I wasn't serious. But now I'm serious because I'm actually doing it. You see me. I have two coaches now people are holding me accountable. I am doing this. I am not going to give up. And I don't want you to give up either because I'm being transparent. I'm being congruent. I'm letting you know what's going on. And you got to think about the 1% rule. Just take a little bit of action every single day. Just make that commitment to yourself, whether it's losing weight, Just make that commitment that 1% every day you're going to go for a walk, and maybe tomorrow you're going to go for a longer walk, and maybe the next day you're going to stop and do a couple of push-ups, and maybe the next day you're going to do some burpees, and maybe the next day you're going to get on your bicycle. All of that builds your self-confidence. All of that makes you unstoppable. All of that pushes you past your fears because fears are just perceptualizations in your brain. That is your focus. You have to stop that. and you have to think about rewards. Often we want to reward ourselves. And oftentimes we, we want the comfort of our short-term gratifications versus long-term results. So instead of going to your short-term gratification because you don't want to think about it or you don't want to feel what it is about the pain and the uncertainty and whatever it is that the past mistakes that you've made, instead give yourself a challenge and just say, okay, instead of going to watch TV or watch sports or play video games, instead this one thing I need to focus on and commit to, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do it for 10 minutes and then I get the reward because chances are, if you get started on something for 10 minutes, you're probably going to do it for longer. It's just that insipidus, whatever it is that you just got to get in there and take action, but just think about it as far as the 1% rule. But conversely to that, also think about things as just jump in, just go for it, just do it, just make the commitment. Because if you look back on your life, I don't want you guys to have regrets. And now there's another fear that we have, the fear of success. And sometimes we don't feel we deserve the success. And I deal with some clients in the past that surprised me. Once I realized this as a coach, it really kind of blew my mind. Because if you don't feel like you deserve success, if you don't feel like you deserve happiness, if you're punishing yourself from something that happened in the past, or you don't feel like you deserve it because of what people have told you in the past, you need to get over that you need to really sit there and think about it because success comes to those who go after it. And here's a perfect example. Back probably about three or four years ago, just to give you an idea where I was on my success level, I had a producer for a cable TV show um, that was going to create a show contact me. And they contacted me, and they wanted me to be the host of a TV show where I would do—I was a life coach, and I would be doing transformations on each episode, kind of walking people through a transformation process, getting their family and their friends involved in it. And They asked me if I would be interested, and I was fucking shocked. I was—I was scared. I immediately got scared. I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know? Um, yeah, yeah. And so after I got off the phone with them, they said, "Okay, we're going to schedule an interview," and blah 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 blah. And I got off of that. I was pretty excited, but man, immediately I went into the what ifs. Uh, What if I do one show and it fails? What if I have to quit my job and go for this? Uh, What if it's, you know, filmed on different locations? What if, what if, what if, and this was a serious thing. This was actually producers from the cake boss. And so here was the thing I was dreaming about. I want my own show. I'd love to be able to do that. It's my biggest dream, but I started self-sabotaging myself right away. Like just this fear and this anxiety came over me. And maybe that came through in my interview. Ultimately, when I called the producer back, she said that they scrapped the idea for the show, but she loved my energy and my enthusiasm and would keep me in mind for the future. So I don't know if that was some bullshit phrase or anything, but at the end of the day, it's that fear of success. It's that fear of deserving. So you really got to work on that yourself and just decide, yes, I do deserve that. You know, we make a mistake once, and this is super important. We make a mistake once, but how many times do we beat ourselves up for it? One, two, a hundred, 500 times that's asinine. If you make a mistake, look at it as a learning opportunity and grow from it and don't do it again. And then keep going back for more and more. And one thing I really look at in my life is the fact that in any situation, the best thing you could do is the right thing. And the second best thing you could do is anything and learn from it. And the worst thing you could do is nothing, right? Think about all the opportunities you've had in your life where you didn't do anything. You played it safe. You were scared. Don't do that anymore, right? No excuses. And as you know, I always come up with some sort of book I recommendation, and this book recommendation is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. The author is Susan Jeffers. This book, I probably read two or three times. And actually, when I pulled it out, I should read it again. Amazing book. Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. That's what I'm talking about. The accompaniment to that is a new one, Feel the Fear and Beyond. So you can see, I've demonstrated that I do the work. I make the commitment. I'm living proof, Like. Last time I talked about you know being called stupid and feeling stupid, and then going and earning a master's degree, buying two houses, being at my job for 26 years, having successful relationships. I mean, the way I was raised and the things I learned, my future shouldn't have been this great, but I decided and I committed and I went through all those fears and I keep taking those risks. And yes, for a time I stopped. I got scared of losing all of this because I didn't want to go back to where I was. But you don't go back to where you were if you still have that tenacity and that passion and that commitment and that drive we live today in a world of opportunities, right? We have our cell phones, we have computers, we have Google, we have YouTube, we have the library, we have podcasts, we have people we can talk to online, there's support groups. There's no excuse for how you're thinking and what you're doing. If you're not achieving your goals right now, you just have to go after it. That's it. You just have to make the determination. You have to have the clear picture. Like I said, the big eulogy, and you have to commit taking action every single day, building that confidence, building that muscle, right? How do you build muscle? You break it down, you make it painful. And then you come home and you feel, fuck, that was good. That pain felt good. Well, everything in life, that pain is going to make you grow or it's going to make you stop. And that again is your choice. Nobody else's. So don't blame anybody else. Don't blame society. Don't blame your family. Don't blame your current condition. Look in the mirror and ask yourself in every situation, is this action or decision getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? Again, is this getting me closer to or further from my stated goals? And then just hold yourself accountable, get an accountability partner, You know, somebody you trust, a friend, hold each other accountable. I have accountability partners, one of which I meet with every two weeks and we give ourselves action items and we hold each other accountable and we message each other and we make sure that we're doing the shit that we need to do. And if we don't, we call each other on that. Like, Hey, what's going on? Why are you doing this? Why aren't you doing this? You said you were going to do it. Let's talk about what are the obstacles and just figure it out. So going back to that you know, worst case scenario, figure it out. What's the worst case and then solve it so that when you start making those decisions and those actions, you know, in the back of your mind that whatever happens, you have a plan, right? And it just really thinks about, you really have to think about the risk versus reward. And if you want to stay complacent and you know look back on your life with regrets, then fine, stay that way. But otherwise, get off your ass and start doing the work that you need to do because I'm here for you. Shane's here for you. Everybody in the raw and unscripted group is here for you. There are so many people here for you. Stop living in the past. Stop thinking about all the past failures and mistakes and all the rejections and all the phobias and everything else. If you have a fear or anxiety, research it, learn about it. You know, even if you need to go get on medication, Here's another, I'll tell you another thing. I was suffering from anxiety for a while. And so I was on Xanax for a little bit. I was also on Zoloft. I'm not on it anymore, but I even went to that degree to kind of give myself some sort of calming mechanism. Now I use other things like CBD oil, um, meditation, working out, deep breathing, um, other things. But at that time I needed something else. So don't be afraid. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Go and do what you need to do to get where you need to go. Because at the end of the day, when you look in the mirror, that's the only person you need to answer to is that person. All right? So Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com. Send me an email. Send me what's going on. Uh, If you're not in the raw and unscripted group page yet, send me an email and I'll get you into that. I love you guys. I really appreciate all the efforts and just please take what I'm saying to heart. Start putting it into action. Send me a message and let me know what you're doing. Let me know what frustrations or obstacles you're coming up against because I'll help you that's what I'm here for. There's no excuse. All right. Peace out. I love you guys. We'll talk next time.